0: From the 316, Carl Cheffers is the ref and the Bills win when he's the ref. Look it up. Man, I just don't understand things sometimes. Like, when I first started here, my boss was smart enough to know that I probably shouldn't be handling any production when it came to the playoffs for the Royals. 2015. You, you were really
1: green. You were really green then. You yeah. were only a couple. You were only a couple months in. So I didn't
0: yeah. know anything. I went up to my boss and I said, "Hey, let me run the board." He said,
1: huh, "Absolutely not." <laughs> that, that, that sounds like him. Yeah. And
0: I said, "Okay." I said, "Well, why not?" He goes, "Well, if it was August and it was the hundredth and twenty-fourth game of the year, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, you know, give a darn. And if you did well, then we'd build on that." He said, "Unfortunately, Dusty, you've only been here for a month." And this is the first round of the playoffs, which is a year in which the Royals might go to the World Series, and we need it to be ran correctly. And the NFL, once again, and its biggest game, I would say probably the biggest game of the year. Cincinnati-Buffalo kind of gives me that vibe in the ASC Divisional round. A lot is because there's been a lot of flavor added to it because the last time they played, they didn't finish, and the the, the disaster that happened on the field, and it was – Everything that, that was the NFL made it a disaster afterwards. Um, that didn't help. But this game, biggest game of the year, you know what the NFL did? the NFL did? They put a man on the field that sucks at his job, that cried when he got a play call wrong at Arrowhead. That's a fact. We have audio of it somewhere. He, he cried.
1: He, his voice
0: cracked. That man cried.
1: It was, it was Carl Sheffers
0: cried when he said there has actually no flag on the play. I promise you. And they were like, you know what, this game that's really, really big, that's got a lot of action on it, why don't you go take care of that? That's just dumb, man. I just don't understand that. But where I want to go here, because I thought Pete Sweeney had an interesting take tonight, and and maybe maybe he's right, maybe he's wrong. But my top five quarterbacks in the NFL currently, currently, are Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Herbert, Trevor Lawrence. Now, the thing that sticks out the most to me is that they're all AFC quarterbacks, which it just so happened that, that the Chiefs got Patrick Mahomes after not having a quarterback for 30 years. That's not fair. Trent Green was good. Alex Smith was good. And Joe Montana was decent. He was pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He just was, it was at the end of yeah, the road. Was, it was like was Brady in
1: Tampa. He was old, but like, you know, in his era, you know, yeah. guys like him, they, they, they weren't the guys that carried the team. They right. played on great teams.
0: And he had a coach that at the time was a little stubborn, you know, wanted to run his his system. And Joe was like, well, I've only won four Super Bowls, but hey, you do you. And it didn't end well for Joe. It ended in Buffalo with him holding his head. And then that was it. Um, but the, the, the moment. That the Chiefs get probably the next generational star at quarterback. The AFC just gets completely loaded. Alan Burrow, Herbert Lawrence. I think all these quarterbacks can change except for the guy at the top. And that's, again, that's not bias. That's just that he's the only one in this list A, that's won an MVP, B, that's won a Super Bowl, and three is about to win a second MVP and has won a Super Bowl MVP trophy. So that's why I think that he has enough accolades and enough trophies and rings. To where, like, Mahomes can't really be taken off one if he were to happen to lose against Trevor Lawrence. But I think Trevor Lawrence could jump above some of these others. And if Joe Burrow beats Josh Allen in Buffalo in the divisional game, Josh Allen is moving out of the second-best quarterback in the NFL house. Joe Burrow might already be there to some, may already be knocking at the door. I think his Uber has been—it has arrived— And if he wins, Joe Burrow, I believe, in my mind, is the second-best quarterback in the NFL. And then you do have the Brady versus Manning type of rivalry moving forward with, in fact, Burrow and Patrick Mahomes. Justin Herbert, man, it's tough. He might be the fifth-best quarterback, and Trevor Lawrence might be the fourth. I just don't want to put Trevor Lawrence there quite yet. I think Trevor Lawrence is good. We mentioned this earlier. I think that Trevor Lawrence is arriving. We're going to find out Sunday, right? We're going to find out Sunday. One of the reasons why I think Trevor Lawrence is a top five quarterback, simply because of this media
2: question, response, and answer. Well, yeah, I was talking to Brandon, um, and I can't remember. Was Brandon Sheriff and, and someone else, maybe EJ, uh, hadn't ever been to Wolfhouse House in their life. So that was like a week or two ago, and I was saying, we got to go one day after the game. And then last week I told him was like, once we win on Sunday, we're going to Wolf House. So Marissa – Actually called, and uh, <laughs> I talked to the Waffle House about like reserving part of it, and they were like, "Well, if you give us a heads up, we can kind of like <laughs> clear some people out of one area, and yeah, and, and have you guys some spots saved. So they did that, and it was great. We had so like had twenty guys there. House, yeah, so like, maybe the first reservation <laughs> at Waffle House.
1: So what's your go-to dish at Waffle House? It depends.
2: You know? That uh, that night, I got the Texas bacon cheese steak mm-hmm. with hash browns with cheese and a pecan waffle. So it just, it depends. Yeah. So so sometimes I'll get the all-star, you know, depends how I'm feeling. Can you order the hash browns in the way that that, with a proper, you know, verbiage? Uh, What is the smothered is cheese. Is that correct? I just say cheese, but I probably (laughs) should say, say that. Yeah. (laughs) Big Trevor Lawrence guy.
0: Big Trevor Lawrence guy after that. Not only that, because Trevor Lawrence went pecan waffle. Huge, huge move at Waffle House if he didn't know it. He's hard to hate. He's not hateable. Josh Allen, very easy to hate, right? Like, if you go into this top five, Burrow, I don't hate. It's just he's one of those guys that's not around your city, and he beats your city, so he's easy to kind of, like, he's easy to envy, I think, because he's just so cool, complex, and weird, and he's been successful everywhere he's been. Justin Herbert doesn't really do anything to hate. He doesn't win against you. He doesn't do anything that's, like, egregious to where, like, he's waving to the crowd. Philip Rivers is an example of a guy that's easy to hate, correct? Um, Josh Allen, to me, is easy to hate. Uh, Started a fight in Arrowhead, right? Remember the AFC Championship game? Things were going his way. He pouted. He, he starts fights like every All week the and time. then runs away from him. And he <laughs> threw a football in one. I can't remember whose face it was, but he threw a football into one of the Chiefs players' face. I think it was Jones. I think and it was then,
1: Jones. Because remember when Jones tripped him and he got mad? And
0: then somebody came over and kind of like pushed Allen, and then it started a fight at midfield, and Allen just happened to like, Escape it,
1: yeah. He ran away from the fight, right? It yeah, was like, Oh,
0: okay, so I guess Allen doesn't have to get any <laughs> repercussions from this. And then, if you missed the video this last weekend, Allen started this whole smoke. And then, once the fire started, Allen's like, Well, I don't, I don't want any part of that. <laughs> he
1: shoved Christian Wilkins, yeah. and then they got into a little shoving match. And as soon as things started to heat up, he ran away. Somebody says Trevor
0: Lawrence is not better than Aaron Rodgers. I, I tend to agree with that. Trevor Lawrence has more playoff wins than Aaron Rodgers in the last two years.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I I still agree with. I I would put Rodgers above Lawrence. I
0: that's think, fair.
1: I I think I think we've seen enough from Rodgers. Yeah, he's he can do more than Lawrence. But Lawrence is he's certainly starting to build the catalog. But one playoff win, I I can't put him above Rodgers. Is Herbert in your top five?
0: Who is your top five? I assume your top three are probably the same as mine. Mahomes,
1: Allen, and, and Burrow. If Burrow wins, is he too? If he beats Allen in Allen's house, I he he would. I think he would also have to go out there and have a great showing against the Chiefs. He's already beat him in the AFC. He's yeah, but I think I think he'd have to have another great showing. Then I'd put him above Allen. That's a tough, critic. Um, after that, that's tough. I would say I would put Rodgers four just because what he can do cache um, the the look the Packers haven't done a very good job of supporting him the last few years not enough receivers there offensive lines had issues they they care too much about drafting defensive players but they got to score points so I would put him there at four and then that the f- number 5 is tough and and here's the thing the reason why I have a hard time putting Justin Herbert, I would I probably put Lawrence above Herbert. Even though Herbert's put up these massive numbers, my issue with Herbert is like, in the big games, what does he do? He'll play well, but he's not winning all those big games. And I'm not seeing him be the one that, like, is – Putting it all on the line, like you know, like we've seen Mahomes Mm -hmm. go out there in a losing effort and just leave everything out there. Yeah, like we've seen him go out there and just say, "Hey, I'm just do everything, and if we lose, we lose." But I'm not. I'm going down shooting. I haven't seen that from Herbert. Mm -hmm. Herbert's like, "Oh, I lost. Okay, that sucks." Like, like to me, like I just kind of feel like that's what I see from him. So it's like right now, I kind of give it to Trevor Lawrence just slightly, but again, Lawrence is still unproven that like. I'm still kind of shaky on that at number five, but mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, that number five spots up for grabs right now. If, that, if Lamar Jackson gets back to form, I would put him at five, believe but it. he's not at form right now. He hasn't, hasn't like, been for two years, hasn't been for the last couple of years, had some injury issues, but if Lamar Jackson's like in his form to me, he's easily number five. He's above Lawrence and he's above Herbert. I just
0: think it's interesting that in today's game, the the old guys are shifting out, the new guys are shifting in, and it's just crazy how heavy it is on the on the AFC side of things. And the AFC is just going to get stronger
1: at quarterback. It's disgusting. You could see the top seven. You could see them get have both Bryce Young and C.J. Stroud. Yeah, in the AFC as well, because like Houston's at two. I've seen so many mocks this week. That have Chicago's like Chicago's definitely trading the oh one yeah. first pick. 100, yeah, almost hundred percent. Yeah. And and like the team that I'm seeing most trading up for it is the Colts. Yep. So the Colts could very well get Bryce Young or CJ Stroud. ASC. I've seen I've seen some people think they're gonna take Will Levis. I don't know about that. But like, and Levis could end up in the in the AFC too if like the Raiders decide they want to trade up and try to get a quarterback too. So we could see or a, Houston takes him. Yeah, or Houston could take. Well, oh, I think Houston's probably going to take whoever isn't taken between Stroud or Young. But like, there's going to be some other quarterbacks other teams getting upgrades at the quarterback this this year in the draft big time it's pretty crazy to think about how many teams that mahomes could have to fight against to get another afc championship it's just crazy it's
0: just padded it's just padded with talent by the way here's your audio of carl cheffer's crying
1: there's no foul on the play for blocking the back <laughs> I'm
0: out. grown ass men don't go through puberty yes i know that's a swear jar reference yes we're at 50 cents for the night but my god how there's beautiful no
1: foul on the play for blocking the back I'm out.
0: That crowd ate that man alive when he did this.
1: There's no foul in the play. They're blocking the back. Timeout. They were eating him alive before that. That's why he talked like that. Yeah, because that is that's the same game he
0: called a, a roughing the that passer. The roughing, on Jones, that right? That was the
1: terrible roughing the passer call against the Raiders. Yeah. And after that, it was it was so funny because like you know we've seen tons of bad calls in Aaron, right? mm-hmm. and like after the bad calls, you're gonna get booed and then they'll move on. Oh, they didn't move on that night. They kept bringing it every time he turned on the microphone, just a chorus of boos. It was like oh, yeah. he was MJF in AEW cutting a promo. Mm. It was so bad out there for him. I felt bad for him, man. I like, don't. It was a terrible call, and he deserved to get booed for it, but I kind of felt bad for him. Might be one of the worst calls in a film. Because at that moment, he had to be thinking about his mm. safety. Because you know, like sometimes these crazy ass fans are like, like write death fa- mm-hmm. like write death threats to him oh, and whatnot. Yeah. That's Those, a little too much. Yeah, it's a little bit too much. But you know he had to be thinking about that at that moment.
0: There was something going on.
1: Yeah, I I was I was I was a little worried for him for a little bit. So. He got that
0: special <laughs> player treatment to the parking lot. Oh yeah, they they get the how they detail, get, and I know the special door at Arrowhead. Yeah, the these the have plenty of times back in day with Marcus Peters. We were ready to have him on audio. And they, oh, he's gone. You're like, how oh, you yeah. get out of here. Yeah, the NFL. Tunnel. Yeah,
1: because yeah. we know we know like the Chiefs have their version of like the secret service. Oh yeah, that they they keep around players. I remember Tyreek Hill's first game. Oh, yeah. put, in 2016, I was in the locker room and they had like the secret service around it making sure mm-hmm. nobody asked any questions. And it, it's it's going to be, it was the same thing for Carl Sheffers. Like he, mm-hmm. they gave him the express treatment getting out of Arrowhead after that game. Yeah, it wasn't good. It wasn't good.
0: But either way, you want to look at it. that game. We got the, uh, the, the picture of the man in the chiefs, like what suit blazer, headband, visor, whatever it was. Instant celebrity coming back. Somebody who might be a celebrity for the chiefs is somebody that you're not thinking of because the chargers gave you another year as well did the Ron- the Broncos and the Raiders. I'll tell you why after this on after hours.
3: You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Lichens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.
0: Somebody says Trevor Lawrence is Kirk Cousins on anesthesia. I think that's what they're – I don't know. what they're, Ayahuasca. There you go.
1: Ayahuasca.
0: Okay. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence's Kirk Cousins. That's just unfair, man. There's absolutely no way you can put Allen above Burrow. Turnovers alone. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I think it's 50-50. I'm not going to be mad at you. If you think Burrow's the second-best quarterback in, in the NFL, I'm also not going to be mad at you. You say Josh Allen is. I just think that Josh Allen has – has been doing it maybe a, a maybe a year or two, a little bit longer than Burrow, but again, he's you know Burrow's been to a Super Bowl, so it's it's however you want to do it. Um,
1: I I just can't like when I watch Allen play and I watch Burrow play, Burrow can't do everything that Allen can do. Like he just he can't make all those throws. Yeah, and t- for me, it's like yeah, I can't put un- unless he can go out there and prove it on the field. I just can't. Look at Burrow and, and especially because he got so much more talent around him than than even Mahomes does. I cannot say that that Burrow's better than Allen when I watch those two play. And Allen does things that Burrow is cannot physically do. He cannot make physically make some of the throws that Allen is making. So no.
0: Somebody says I uh, think it's crazy how you are throwing Trevor Lawrence in the top five already based on what? I think I'm the only one uh, doing it. I don't know if, if if I put I put I put him in there. I put I, him above Herbert. I so look five, at pure yeah. I look at pure talent. I look at what I've seen, the stats that I've read. Again, he was similar to Mahomes down the stretch, 7-1, 66 percentage, 13-6, I believe, 13-5 when it came to touchdowns, and and again, 7-1. He is the reason why their team made the playoffs. Like He brought his team back in that Dallas game. He beat Dallas. He's the one that brought that team back against the Chargers when they were down 27-0, beat the Chargers in the playoffs. He... Whether you want to believe it or not, they beat the Titans in the last week of the season to go to the playoffs. Yes, it was because of a pick six, but he kept him in the game. The talent that Trevor Lawrence carries, the, the, the size differential of any other court, he's huge, man. He's a big dude, and he's a little bit more mobile than you think. He's got a wicked arm. So maybe just... Maybe chill on the – maybe watch more video of Trevor Lawrence and get outside of the, well, Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and and the, get out of that, man. Like, I'm just I'm, – I'm being honest with you. I think Trevor Lawrence is a lot better than you think. I think this game's going to be a lot closer than you think because of the fact of who's at quarterback. Yes, I'm not saying that he's Patrick Mahomes. Trevor, Trevor Lawrence is not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Joe Burrow. He's not Justin Herbert yet. He's not uh, Josh Allen. We're not putting him in that category yet. Hell, Joe Burrow's been to a Super Bowl. Josh Allen hasn't. We still have Josh Allen above Joe Burrow. So again, it's 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 based on talent, is where I'm at. And that's the only thing I've got going for that. So, but one thing that I do like that we saw from this week is the fact that the AFC West, in my opinion, and I don't know when the futures will come out. But I know that the AFC West will be very similar to what it was this year. Now, if I could give you two futures bets to place, it would be the Chiefs to win the AFC West, which earliest is possible is when you need to make that bet because that's when the odds will be the, at the best. And over whatever win total they have, because their win total next year will be 10.5 or 11. Now they do play the NFC East, I believe, next year. Is that right? Philly, Dallas, yeah. Giants, yeah. And, yeah. And, and Washington. Uh, no,
1: uh, I believe North. So. It's the North. No, no, no. No, it's they played. The it's they, the they NFC East. They played the East two years ago. Look at the
0: schedule. They play Philadelphia yeah. next year at home, which means I'm pretty sure they play the East.
1: Yeah, they play Philly next year because of the rotating. Uh, cause of the rotating, cause you know, like they, when they added the 17th game, they, they rotate based on whoever finished in the same place in the division you played two years ago. So it was actually, uh, last year they played these cause they played the Cowboys last season. They played the Eagles last season and the giants and they played uh Washington as well. So yeah, it was, it'll be the, it'll be the NFC North. Cause last time they played the North as a whole was in 2019.
0: Okay. Yeah. They play the, they play Minnesota.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so they they do play the Eagles because of the the seventeenth game because it's two years previous whatever your divi- your uh, opposite conference divisional opponent was and that finished in the same place. Okay. Okay. Yep.
0: Green Bay, Detroit, yeah. Chicago. They, all the Chiefs
1: got a thing. tough schedule next year. Real, well, it's, as it's of right one. now,
0: yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty tough. That's yeah, kind of irrelevant because you don't know how tough it'll be.
1: I think it'll be pretty tough.
0: Well, we <laughs> don't know who's going to be playing quarterback for yeah. Miami. We don't know who's playing quarterback for the for the Raiders.
3: That uh, we don't. Know. We don't know, we know
1: who's playing quarterback for Green Bay. The Chiefs' divisional opponents probably won't be that tough. No, but like I do think the NFC North gets better. And I mean, hell, you obviously know you got you got to play the Bengals again. Mm-hmm. You got to play the Bills again. Yep. Uh, You're gonna play the Jags again. Yep. So yeah, I mean they're they're a tough schedule.
0: I think Minnesota is gonna take a downward spin next year. It's very possible. I'm also interested to see how conversations go with Justin Jefferson and the Minnesota Vikings.
1: I mean, they're, they're going to pay him whatever he wants. They should. <laughs> they're stupid if they don't. They should. If that man leaves Minnesota – in the next few years, it will be. I mean, a they did it with Randy Moss. Yeah, they did, but you know they they had to, they kind of had to because he wanted out of there. Um, but yeah, if they if he leaves that place anytime soon, they're stupid.
0: <laughs> um, but one thing that the, that is stupid that people are sticking around is that is that Brandon Staley's not going anywhere for the Chargers. Brandon Staley, if there is a futures bet on that, is definitely getting fired in the middle of the season next year. They took away his offensive coordinator, who did nothing wrong. In their game, right? They put up 27 points. Offensive coordinator, gone. Offensive coaches, gone. Brandon Staley, staying there. Chargers, is there any fear next year with the Chargers? Is there any 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 sort of, we don't even know if Mike Williams will ever be the same football player moving forward in the NFL. Fractured back, not good. Not good. Um, I know he's a wide receiver, so maybe the the back might not be as important as somebody like Mitch Schwartz who hurt his back and then never played again. Um, because of the position that he played and the intensity that goes to that position in the body. But again, Mike Williams is a big dude. Like one of his biggest things that he is better at than anybody else is that he can go up there and get the ball and fall down and hold on to it. Fractured back, a little nerve-wracking. Austin Eckler, a little bit older. Keenan Allen, somebody's about to get exposed. Raiders, right? Raiders didn't do anything. They got rid of their best quarterback. They kept that coach, Joshie McDaniels. He's not going anywhere. Can't fire him. They're too poor. Who takes over at quarterback for the Raiders? I have no idea. I have no idea, but it cannot be good. They will somehow (laughs) screw that up.
1: Watch them. Watch them try to outstid him next year as their starter.
0: I think they're going to either draft somebody like a CJ Stroud, or they're going to go get somebody who's washed. I don't think. I don't. I don't. They have a very high pick next year.
1: Yeah, but like it's
0: not. And they're going to have to trade up. I mean, don't they have like the fifth overall pick?
1: I don't know if it's the fifth.
0: It's like extremely high up there, and one of the teams they're still going to have tr- between them. They're going to be like an edge rusher. They're going
1: to have to trade up. They're not like they might be able to get Levis, but they're not going to be able to get Stroud or or Young unless they fall. But like we know, the Bears are trading out of one, so yeah. like Stroud and 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 Levis are all, I mean, Stroud and uh, Young are probably off the books. May I? I, I don't think they're. I don't think they're five. They're seventh. They're seventh. So they're gonna have to trade off. Chicago's trading.
0: Houston's taking a quarterback. Arizona's not taking a quarterback. Indianapolis taking a quarterback. Seattle. I think Seattle's gonna sign Geno. Yeah, they're gonna. I think they sign him. They're not taking a quarterback. No. Detroit. They're not taking a quarterback. No, they're not. So then the Vegas Raiders are next. And out of that, there's three teams. So they're either getting. They're either getting the kid from Kentucky, they're either getting the kid from Alabama, or they're getting the kid from Ohio State.
1: I wouldn't be shocked if someone tried to tried to trade up with like the Lions. To Behind the Raiders
0: go. are Atlanta, Carolina, Philly. Carolina is the team you want to look at. If they for. trade up, or they're going to go. I've I've heard a lot of people say that Derek Carr is connected to Carolina.
1: Possibly, yeah. I yeah. think
0: Carolina
1: needs a veteran quarterback. I, if I were them, I would just go and get a get. I because they've been trying that for for a minute. I if I were them, I would just go draft a guy. I would draft a guy and then I would develop him because then at least you could say, Hey, we tried to do the long-term thing. If it doesn't work, it doesn't work. But I would much rather you draft a quarterback. So, I mean, maybe they do go with the Derek Carr situation, but like, and they got a talented team, but like, is that the long-term solution? I don't, I don't think that is. The other thing that's very interesting about quarterbacks next year
0: in divisions is that San Francisco has a bad slash great problem to have. Cause I don't know who's the quarterback of that team next year. A lot of people say Brock Purdy cannot lose this job. Jimmy Garoppolo is in that team that's probably not coming back. It's probably going to – you could somehow, you know,
1: swindle a trade. I wouldn't be shocked. And then you've got Trey Lance. I don't think they. I think Jimmy's done after the year. I think he's. I think he's free agent after. the Couldn't year. they tag him and then trade him? I mean, they could, but like that's what the Ravens are going to do with Lamar. That's another guy who's moving. I don't think. I don't think Lamar's leaving. I think they will.
0: You are high as hell I if don't, you don't think Lamar's leaving. I don't think he's leaving. They I are think, tagging Lamar Jackson and trading him. I don't think. He's I'll bet get you fifty dollars right now he's not in a Baltimore Ravens uniform.
1: Okay, I'll do it. All right, I'll
0: do that. Um, Mark it, save it. Yeah, because he's not playing in Baltimore. I think they.
1: I think they tag him,
0: and uh, then they're going to trade I him. I
1: don't think they trade him. That's exactly Um, the
0: recipe that leads to that. That's a tag-and-trade, like, just perfect case scenario.
1: Because then you control the trade. I think they've built their team too much around him to just trade him now. Because, like... You you would have to re completely redo your team with any other quarterback. They they built their team around him too much to trade him. Who have they built around him to trade him? They built the entire team around running the football. They have they, J.K. Dobbins who's they, been out the last two yeah, seasons. they built their entire team around running the football. They haven't gone out and got receivers. They built they like if you watch they their drafted offense, a wide receiver last two years in the first. Yeah, round. but they still are not. They they are not. They went and traded for Hollywood Brown. Team. No, they traded him away.
0: Trade him away. I'm sorry, yeah, four picks. And then they drafted what Duvernay, and then they drafted uh Bateman. Yeah. Those guys
1: aren't,
0: but are, those were big picks they, for them. They just did. They, they drafted are them
1: running football team. No,
0: for sure. I know yeah, what, I know what they, they are, are I don't but think, they haven't done anything at running back. They have Gus Edwards and JK Dobbins. Those guys are not dependable running backs.
1: They're probably going to get more running backs. I mean, you know how this league works. You can find you can find them a dime a dozen in this league. So I I, I do not see them trading them. Um, I do think that Niners can't tag Jimmy Jimmy G. No, to the no, on. yeah, no, they can't. Like he's gone. Yeah, I I think he's he's out. He's going to find whatever job he he would have been the favorite for Seattle if Geno hadn't come what up if and he played goes well to Vegas. Because didn't McDaniels always like him the <laughs> that most? Would, that would totally be a, that, that might actually be the play for Vegas is to go get Jimmy Garoppolo and yeah. have him just throw into the flats the whole time. Doesn't Josh McDaniel love him? And that's what caused the whole
0: rift between like Belichick, Brady and McDaniel. Cause like they were I like,
1: I don't know if it was strictly McDaniels or it was probably it Belichick was
0: a, that loved Garoppolo. It was,
1: it was probably both McDaniel and Belichick. Yeah. I know, I know Belichick loved them. Yeah. Cause I mean, think about it. He, he refused to trade him until, unless he was in a good situation. Right. And that was a pretty damn good situation to trade him to no in San Fran. So that's his guy. That's his guy. I think he really likes him. Don't be shocked if he ends up in, in New England uh, either, though. I I think Vegas is probably more logical. Do you think Brady and Gronk go back for one more ride in, in New England? Absolutely not. Okay. I, I don't think Brady's going back there. I don't because like then he's just running back to the guy who won all the titles. I think if he's not playing in Tampa, he's playing in San Fran. I think for sure Bay Area that was his favorite team growing up from the area develops like, Trey Lance. Yeah, like I don't I don't think he cares about that. But like I think he wants to try to win a title for his favorite team and that team like, look at that roster. They're so talented. You have Isn't so many free you can agent do. though.
0: Like they'd have to sign him, right? Uh, Cuz a running
1: back free agency is nuts. I I have to check on that. I don't know if he's a free agent. I think he might have one more year on his deal.
0: Cuz wouldn't this be his 5th year in the league? I think it is. I think that's why they got him, and then they'd have to sign him because I'm pretty sure, like, McCaffrey, uh, Josh J. Jay- the, the running back free agency is is absolutely stupid for the next year, at least in football. And I know running backs never get paid anymore, but there's going to be a bunch of guys um, that are going to be free agents next year that are um, in 2023, and it's, it's a long list. Saquon, Kareem Hunt, Rashad Penny, Jamal Williams, uh, Tony Pollard, Mark Ingram—that's not really a big name.
1: No, McCaffrey still got three more years. So
0: they've got deal. control over him in, in San Francisco. Yeah, they
1: get—they—they they still so got. He three ain't more going years. nowhere. Now, he ain't going nowhere. Like uh, <laughs> you're not going to trade that many assets for a guy who's about to hit free agency. Um, but yeah, you got him. You got Debo who just got signed long term. You got Kittle still. I used on a rookie deal. Yep. Um, and you've got. Probably the best coach in the NFC. Plus, so, you get, yeah,
0: you got and you got probably what the third best tight end in football.
1: Yeah, probably third, fourth. You know they've got a great defense. They, I mean, Nick Bosa's is not going anywhere anytime soon. You found some new playmakers throughout your defense. I mean, dude, that's like the perfect team for Brady to go to. Right. So I think it just makes too much sense. That's what I've said. I think
0: Brady's going to San Fran.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's a no-brainer. I mean, crazy things happen, but I think it's a no-brainer.
0: He just goes home and finishes his career off back in San Francisco where he grew up. Exactly. Uh, Dan and KCK, Dusty Chris. Uh, yeah, Brett Maher. I mean, I get it. I mean, the, that that whole thing is insane, what happened with that with that kicker. I don't know how that's a possibility of how he's even on a team still. But, hey, it's Jerry Jones, man. He runs that operation. We come back. We bring it back. We reset it from the top. Trevor Lawrence versus Patrick Mahomes. And the stat that I think you'll find very interesting is over the last eight games, very similar. So don't, don't trash the Trevor Lawrence train. All that on After Hours on 610 Sports Radio.
3: You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app, brought to you by Twin Peaks, eats, drinks, scenic views.
1: Hey, it's Travis Kelsey and you're listening to the official broadcast partner of the Kansas City Chiefs, 610 Sports Radio.
0: Back in on after hours. Almost time to call the night a night. I am concerned for Trevor Lawrence on Saturday. Reason being, you just there's certain things you don't do, and this is one of them.
2: In the NFL, I mean, obviously the environment and the atmosphere we're going to play in is one of, if not the best in the NFL. I mean. I can't imagine it'll be much louder than our fans were here on Saturday, honestly. But that was when we were on defense, not offense. So we played there earlier in the year, but this is a little bit different. You know, it's a playoff game, divisional round. The difference is, you know, you you win and you keep going, you lose and you're done. So there's that that sense of urgency of just, I mean, I don't want to say it this way, but just the desperation of doing everything you can to win the game. And you feel that on both sides of the ball. And it's that way in the regular season too, but it's just another level just because everybody knows, you know, this is especially now we're in the divisional round. We're getting deeper and deeper in this thing. People know what's on the line and you just, I mean, guys just want to do whatever it takes to win.
0: Guys take guys, do whatever it takes to win is, is I think how he was going to finish that. Um I'm concerned for Trevor Lawrence because I don't think you've ever, and I I get it man. You 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 haven't lost on Saturdays and over I don't know how many years it's been. I think you're like 32 and 0 on Saturdays, which is really cool. I don't know
1: if he's ever lost a game
0: on Saturday. No, he, Saturdays. he never has. He's yeah. like 32 and 0.
1: Yeah, he's never lost yeah. a game there.
0: Which again, like you played a soft ACC schedule at Clemson, which that's fine. Um you uh you you haven't played a lot of NFL games on Saturday. Now you played one last week. Uh, which is, which is cool. But this is, this is an environment unlike you've ever been a part of Mr. Lawrence and you know, Arrowhead pride just posted the video, but again, let's, let's take the comments away. I kind of do this to make like a reverse topic because yes, he said those comments. I don't think, and I think it'll be, it's hard to say it's taken out of context because he does say for a fact that I don't think it'll be much louder than it was for our stadium, which you know, props to you. You're going to get the Army behind you. You're going to get the Jacksonville fans. I promise you this, Trevor. They ain't traveling with you.
1: He's getting all 10 Jacksonville fans. They ain't traveling
0: <laughs> to, with you, man. To, to rally behind him. Because guess what? It's about to snow. Jacksonville people, that are not used to it. And this guy. I think I'm a snow game guy. I don't know why. Like I like it. Everybody, everything everything's super slow. And I'm just like out here, just like standing straight in the pocket. just like, whoop. That's what you're going against some crazy SOB that loves snow games and can spin the ball in any type of weather. He said it, not me. And you're playing against a team where this guy says that things get slower when the temperature or the things get a little bit more drastic. That's a crazy thing to hear because when it's snowing and it's cold and your fingers are numb and people are starting to get a little bit different, you shouldn't feel more comfortable. And Patrick Mahomes does. And the thing that's crazy about all this is that in the last eight games, Trevor Lawrence, 7-1, Patrick Mahomes, 7-1. Trevor Lawrence completion percentage is 66%. Patrick Mahomes is 67%. Trevor Lawrence threw 16 touchdowns and six interceptions within those eight games. Patrick Mahomes threw 16 and five. The only problem is is Patrick Mahomes did that basically all year. Trevor Lawrence did it for eight weeks. And he had a really good showing against the Chargers in this last week, but the Chargers notoriously known for choking notoriously known. In fact, the chargers are so bad at video and watching what people do that Andy Reid ran the same touchdown twice in two different years and beat their ass twice. Swear John I get it. 75 cents tonight. But the thing about all this is that I do want people to understand that the Jacksonville Jaguars will be back next year, or you'll be there next year. And I think that they're here to stay. I think they're an ASC t- ASC contender for the next, Few years of what they have at quarterback and wide receiver and running back. They have a good, good four-headed monster on offense moving forward. Cal Ridley, Christian Kirk, Zay Jones, Travis Etienne, all led by Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson. Now, I'm not saying that they're going to run ship for seven straight years like the Chiefs have done. They don't have Andy Reid. They don't have Patrick Mahomes. That's a fact. But again, this team is not to be taken lightly. This game is not going to come down to the Chiefs winning 42-10. to 10. If it does, whatever. I've never been happier to be wrong.
1: Vegas is going to lose a lot of money. A lot of money. The chiefs win 42. Cause as
0: of right now, the chiefs are favored by eight and a half. And if I had to be a person that doesn't know anything about gambling, that could give as much advice as I could, I would say, take the Jags and the points. Don't take the Jags to win. Just take the points. Because the Chiefs might win this game by seven, might win this game by six, might be close the entire game, and at the very end, the Chiefs score a touchdown, get an interception or a sack, fumble, strip, whatever it may be. Carl Chevers isn't in this city, so you have to worry about roughing the passer, but it will come down to that, where the Chiefs will finally close the door, because that's kind of how the Chiefs have done things throughout the end of the season. It seems like the interior pass rush kind of says, okay, that's enough, Wade Davis type of theory, game over, we're in, it's, a, it's done. But again, don't take Trevor Lawrence slightly. I think he's a top five quarterback. I think his talent is enormous. And I think his ceiling is only getting higher. I think he's arriving. I just don't think he has arrived. And Patrick Mahomes versus Trevor Lawrence is going to be a special treat on Saturday.
1: I just want to see them go out there and play the way they did against the Raiders. Correct. I just want to see that. I don't need them to score 40 points. Mm-hmm. I don't care about that. Just go out there, win by three scores, take care of business, and let everyone know that you still are on top because that's what the playoffs are going to be about for the Chiefs this year. Sending a message letting everyone know that just because you traded away your best wide receiver, that don't mean that, that that the mission changes, and that don't mean that all of a sudden you can't expect this team to continue to compete for championships. Correct. If the Chiefs win a Super Bowl this year, you know that just how impressive this is going to be compared to the 1-1 in 2019, so much more so because he didn't quite have the talent around him this year at the beginning of the season like he did back then, when that team was ready to win a championship, and this was supposed to be the retooling year. So this is the time where you can send a message. And I think that that's why this game's so important, not just to continue the, the path to try to win a championship, but also to send a message that just because you you, you lost some guys in the off season don't mean that all of a sudden now you're vulnerable.
0: Right. And I think that this is one of those things where it, I truly do believe this is the best all around chiefs team they've had her in the Patrick Mahomes era. Um, We come back on the other side. Patrick Mahomes has got some weapons that you don't think he has. That's not on the offensive side, on the defensive side, which could make this game go a little bit more favorable for the Chiefs. We wrap this thing up on After Hours. Chris Nassero, Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio.
3: You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Likens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.
0: Final segment of the show this is where we sell everything. Get rid of it all. Sell, sell, sell. Tomorrow is Thursday already, fast week. You heard the promotion, Cody and Gold, Mitch Holtis. Nothing to do with what I'm about to tell you. But Alex Gold has that betting show tomorrow at 7 o'clock. If you want any advice on what to do for the weekend, you're going to want to listen to that. Also, you have the players only show with my guy, Sean Barber, and my guy, Danny Hughes. Good dudes know the sport through in and through out. They know everything that they're talking about. Um, you want to listen to that starting at 6 o'clock on, on 610 Sports Radio. And then, you know, you got Jerome, the Jerome Tang show, man. I tweeted this last night, Chris. I feel like K-State going from Bruce Weber to Jerome Tang is like Chiefs fans going from Alex Smith to Patrick Mahomes.
1: I mean, I think that's a little bit extreme, but Tang's definitely making a, a he's making a, uh, a statement. Early on in his career, I don't like what he said about the whole FKU chance because I think you need that in a rivalry. Yeah. Like, I understand, like, I know, like, KU fans are like, oh, he's so respectable. Man, get the hell out of here. Like, no. Yeah. You should want that kind of a rivalry, because that makes the, the rivalry more fun. Like, the respectful stuff, that's not fun. But when you're out here, you know, chanting F whatever team that you're playing against, that's a real rivalry and that's fun. Like, yeah. I, I will always be F the Raiders. Right? right. I'm not oh, let's show respect to the Raiders. No, screw them. So, let, I, I I want there to be vitriol in a rivalry.
0: Very, very true. Good word, too, by the way.
1: Yeah, it's, a, um, it's not a word I bust out very often. No, a it's word. a
0: it's a it's a trophy word. Yeah. Um, uh, Means hate. Uh, But or, you know, you know, just it, it's yeah, intense, intense. It's hatred. an intense. Hatred. It's an intense hatred. Intense um, hatred. So one thing that I will say is that this weekend's games, I don't I know the divisional to me, the divisional round is the best part of the football season. I know the championship game rounds are always fun, but sometimes there's always that team that like slips in. Like, yeah, Phil- like Philadelphia hasn't played <laughs> like, fully like, together like, and the like Giants the, get in. Like the, <laughs> yeah, like the Jets. Like, like two couple, years in a row. Two
1: years in a row they got they slipped in there. Yeah. Patriots going, thanks. Yeah. Um so I mean the AFC
0: championship and NFC championship game, yes, because tensions are, hey, next game's a Super Bowl, but the divisional round is so intense, so great. And you've got loaded matchups. Like maybe the Chiefs have the easiest one, but put a little respect on the Jags name. They're here for a reason. Got a good quarterback. Got a solid head coach. Buffalo Cincinnati, buckle up for that one. Two o'clock on Sunday. Um, You look at the other side of the field. You look at the NFC side. You look at Dallas versus the 49ers. There's a lot of history in that one, right? Like there's just... Those
1: teams go way back. Nineties, they had a big rivalry. Eighties, they had a big rivalry. Dion yeah. went from Niners he, to Cowboys. Yeah, he went to the Cowboys, and that reignited things. Yeah, yeah. They were they were road they were they were roadblocks to each other's championships.
0: Right. You had Aikman, Steve Young. You had Irvin, Jerry Rice. A lot of history there. And then you have a divisional matchup in a divisional round with the with the Giants and the Eagles. And I think that game's going to be better than people think. I think the Giants are like the Jags. I think they're. Literally playing with house money. I think they've geared up for a playoff run. Now I don't know if they have the stamina to do it. Philadelphia is really damn good. This is not gonna be Minnesota, where they have Kirk Cousins throwing three down three three yard checkdowns on fourth and eight. That was you, ain't, such a <laughs> you ain't gonna get that so with Jalen Hurts. I just never understood that. Like, when he did that, so I looked at my room and I was like, what in the hell? I was like, what in the Alex Smith is this? That was a very Alex Smith thing.
1: Like, yes. pressure got too high. Well, quarterback's let been good all year. Out route. There's your moment. Hopefully he can get five yards after the catch with a man right on him. Mm. And you threw it to your tight end. <laughs> Best player on the field. So Justin cool. Jefferson doesn't get it. Oh my God. Like the fact that they didn't draw up a better play to get the ball to Justin Jefferson is a problem. The fact they didn't try to get him involved in the second half
0: after being shot down all. in the first half. Not
1: at all. Yeah, no. He actually had a decent first half. Uh, but the, he had like 43, I think. Actually, no, it was 37. In the first half. He should have had a touchdown. He should have had a touchdown. That yeah. was a bad call. He had a, he, had, he had a decent first half. Second half, though, terrible. That's that's awful play calling. His like
0: last ball four ball. games were absolutely atrocious. He because of what he did so and, and I get it. Like he's you're going to like kind of equal yourself out throughout the season because he was on God mode for like most of the season. Yeah, yeah. And then he kind of came down a little bit. Still had, like, I think, what, eighteen hundred yards?
1: Yeah, he had eighteen hundred. Um he's gonna win offensive player of the year. Yes, sir. He uh yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, yes, sir. Yeah, sir. <laughs> he uh he he had some issues against yeah. against good well schemed defenses there. The the Giants aren't a good defense, but they schemed him well. He had issues against top corners like Darius Slay. So, you know, is what it is. Still gonna win OPOY. We're
0: geared up. I'll be back Friday night, six to nine. That sounded a lot like sex. That was sex. That was sex, one hundred percent. It meant to be six, six to nine on Friday night, then Saturday I'll be back 10 to noon, Sunday, nine to noon. Thanks to Chris Osero, thanks to Pete Sweeney, thanks to Ron Cop Jr. Thanks to all of your texts, Dan, Batman, everybody. We'll talk to you on Friday night, 6 o'clock, not 6 o'clock. Go do something nice for somebody in this disgusting world.
3: You're listening to After Hours with Dusty Lichens on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app, brought to you by Twin Peaks. Eats, drinks, scenic views.